Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting businesses from all industries. Today we have Richard with us. Hello, Richard. Good afternoon, John. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Really appreciate it. That's no problem at all. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. So let's dive straight in. So tell us about your business and what you do, Richard. Uh, my business is to help companies and housing associations, manufacturers and the general public reduce the amount of showers being sent to landfill and help them meet their environmental directives by specialising in the repair and replacement of any make or model shower. We find that on a lot of occasions, showers are being replaced when a cost-effective repair is possible, not only saving the customer business or customer stroke business money, but ensuring the shower has been fitted safely and correctly, allowing our trained engineers to spot any potential hazards as fire or water damage risks. I started the shower business in about 2006, after working for a local shower manufacturer for 10 years. And my original role for the company was to be their only service engineer that would cover the whole of the UK, repairing and reporting back any issues that arose. I progressed within the company to works manager, responsible for their customer care, quality, manufacturing, goods in and goods out, as well as recruiting and training all service engineers to give their company nationwide coverage. Oh, I cannot believe that. Well, it's such oh, a fascinating podcast. People are ringing in to find out what we're talking about. So that's that's great. I don't even have to stop them. <laughs> there we go. So my apologies for that. And um, yeah, so basically this nation, nationwide coverage, the company was acquired in 2004 by a larger company, and I was involved in the transition of making or, or moving the manufacturing to Southern Ireland and the customer care team to Southampton. But I missed the customer. I actually missed the customer interaction and being on on the tools. So I decided to leave in 2006 and form my own company. Right, excellent. So it sounds like you you're not only you saving the morning shower, which is vital to a lot of people to wake up. But also yes. saving the planet. That's what we hope to do. You know, we, we look at a lot of things and look at um, that a lot of different manufacturers or different companies decide rather than look at what the problem is, they will just replace it. And most of the time, some of the parts are, are a couple of pounds. So you know, it's just not cost effective. It's also you know, by changing a small component, we are saving all this stuff going to laptop because at the end of the day, a lot of plastics. A lot of uh, wiring and uh, especially electric showers all just goes into waste and into landfill, um, which to me is a waste. So what are some of the common problems that are easily fixed? Um, a lot of common problems that are easily fixed are things which are caused by block shower heads. Um, so if you've got a block shower, a block shower head badly scaled, um, then what happens is the little safety device inside the shower pops out. Uh, with that in mind, it's just a little safety device change and either clean the shower head or replace the shower head. Um, and they're very, very cost effective. And it's something which is done if, if you're in an area which is you know, quite a hard water area and we come out to the top, we, we can actually look at the shower head and say, actually, you know, you're in a hard water area. We'd recommend that you clean the shower head on, on a, a regular basis to resolve this problem, make sure it doesn't happen again. But it also stops the um, element from overheating because the water can move out of that element a lot, a, a lot freer. Right. So, so what's the easiest way to 
clean off hard water from a shower head? What would be the best way to do that? The best way to clean your shower heads, and to be honest with you, most chrome components in your battery and on your taps and um, you know chrome components on your rail and things like that, is a mixture of white vinegar and water. Okay, that's simple. It's a very cheap way of doing it. Um, and what I would generally do, if you've got a shower head in the hard water area, the best way, there is no exact moment to change it. What I would say is when, when you've got your shower head and your shower is running and the water's coming out of your shower head, if the water starts to jet off in different directions, that's when you need to clean your shower head. And all you need to do is get a jug, half full of, full of white vinegar, half full of water, you just take it down and actually just leave it in your shower head for a few hours and that will dissolve most of the scale for you. Excellent. You talk about a, a safety button pop in. Is that something somebody could do themselves or they need to call somebody in like you? Once there's two safety devices on any, on any electric tower. One is the uh, thermal cutout, which is a built-in safety device if the temperature rises too much. And the second one is your safety device through pressure, which is called a pressure relief device. The first one, the pressure relief device, if for any reason that goes block shower head, ink hose, if, I've seen it before where people just change the safety device, but what they haven't done is find out why it's gone, hmm. why it's activated. And that's the important thing, why it's activated. Um, so it's not good enough. Yes, it is possible to change that, that safety device yourself, but you need to understand the reason why that has gone in the first place. The second safety device is an electrical device, which is a further cutout. Um, again, you can't reset that. It has to be changed. Um, and again, it can, it is possible to change it yourself, but again, it's understanding why that safety device is gone. It's like anything, a safety device is there for a reason, to stop you getting scolded, uh, or to stop, you know, um, you, you getting slugged with very, very hot water from that shower. So it's not about the device going, it's why it's gone. All right, excellent. So are there any situations where you really have to be careful with, um looking at maintenance and looking after your shower with electric showers the most important two things that you need to maintain as a, as a homeowner is your shower hose and your shower head um with a shower hose you generally get like a, a metal coiled outside to it now when that uncoils or if people stretched it and it comes apart that is very dangerous uh, and the reason for that is, is because inside all it's doing is like a, a rubber inner hose. And that, that coil metal is to protect it. Once that is uncoiled, that rubber hose can then be collapsible. So for instance, if you if a young lady's washing her hair, she's got the shower head in her hand. Basically, the, the, the coil is uncoiled, she twists the shower hose to, grow, to cover over her head, and it basically stops the water coming out. Well, the water stops coming out, but the the heat of the element is still putting heat into that water. So as soon as she reduces or, or um, moves the shower head back and it unblocks that hose, she then gets a very a sort of very, very hot water to the point where I've seen third degree burns through it. So two important things on any electric shower is maintain your head and hose. If you maintain them, your shower will last a lot longer. Excellent. So that's actually fairly straightforward then. So you don't need to touch yes. anything else. It's very, very basic, you know, and it's a visual check on the hose because you can see it. You can see if you can see the inner part of your hose, don't use your shower, get the hose replaced. And you can buy them online. You can buy them from a um, reputable place. 
the only advice I'd give is when you're buying a new hose, make sure the bore size of the hose, generally 11 mil, is the same on the one that you buy. Because you can buy cheaper alternatives with a smaller bore, and all that does is causes you more temperature problems because the, the hole is too small for the water to flow through, it causes restrictions. Right. So are we, are we, are there any innovations in showering coming up on the horizon as far as you know? There's some great innovations on showering, uh, especially on the digital market. Uh, with the digital market now, there's brands out there who do um, things where you can actually operate your shower from your phone. Um, so you can actually set your shower running, you can get into your shower, you can set a temperature. If you've got children who like to spend, or teenagers like to spend hours in the shower, you can actually set from your phone how long that shell will operate for before it turns off. Um, and there's a couple of things on there. There's some great stuff on there. First of all, there is also a environmental friendly option on there where you can reduce the amount of water flow, flow going through your shower. The second thing is you can um, ensure that, um, for instance, you, you, uh, you've got one of these Alexas or these Googles, you can tell Alexa to go and turn your shower on. So you could, by the time you walk from your bedroom to your shower, your shower's at temperature. And the one thing to remember about that is that make sure that your shower door is closed or that you, uh, you've got your shower pointed in the right direction as you can to a wet, very wet bathroom or a shower enclosure. The only challenge I see with that is if I'm in the shower, my children are going, Alexa, turn the cold water on. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got to be honest, my, many years ago, we had a, a, a remote button and um, basically you could turn the shower on from 10 metres away. And every time my wife went to clean the bath, my young son decided that he would press his button. And uh, many a times I heard a few swear words coming down the line because he got very wet. So, yes, yeah, <laughs> there is always a downside to everything. Excellent. So I know you've, you've been involved in various businesses and you, you, you've, you're in a moment even running a few businesses. So what would be yes. your top business, business tips uh, for running businesses? Well, the one thing that I would say, my best tips is, you know, it's all about the customer. You know, one of the biggest tips I'd say is be honest and be professional. Now, if a job is not within your remit, advise the customer. Don't go ahead and hopefully you get it right. If you haven't got the skills to do it, get somebody who has got the skills to do it. Um, treat every job as if it had been done in your own home. I'd not accept a bike job in my property, so why would I do it with somebody else's? My second tip is be customer facing. My engineers are trained to be polite and respectful when entering the customer's property. We receive some great feedback from customers about the way we conduct ourselves in their property. Be respectful. You know, if they've got nice clean carpets, put shoe covers on. Be what I always try and do is whenever we go into the property, make that customer feel at ease. It might be a lady who lives on her own. It might be an elder gentleman. Be polite, be respectful, and, and talk to them. Explain to them what you're doing. Make them feel at ease and give them confidence in what you do. Because there's nothing worse than going into a site being rude to a customer. They've got no confidence in you. They don't really want you there because you're, you know, you're being rude. And they also have no confidence in the work that you do. And my third one is being knowledgeable about your industry. Don't try and blag your customers. If you don't know, if you don't know the answer to a question, and either go away and find it, or contact someone who does know the answer. Ensure the information you pass to your customer is correct, even if it means you do not get the sale. 
they will thank you for it and they'll, re they'll recommend you to their friends and family onward from there so you'll get more sales rather than trying to get a quick sale there and, and hopefully get more out of it. Well, what I like about that is they're all very human. I, I say in business, but you know, my dad was a businessman, uh, he was a farmer, and um, he had, you know, in the farming industry, there's a lot of things changed over the years. And he worked, worked very hard. And, and he always said to me, Rich, you'll do well in business if you look after your customers and you, you, know, you treat them with respect. And that's something I've always done. Whichever business I've had, I've always treat customers with respect. We work in properties where um, you've got um, a small amount of money in the property from a, you know, from a, a flat, which is a, a single person flat, right up to within it a million pound, million pound houses to repair showers. But I treat every customer exactly the same. It makes no difference what they own, how they, you know, how they live. That is their business, not mine. But they will get the same service from me. And, you know, I don't load a quote because, oh, this person looks like he's got money. That doesn't make any difference to me. My, my quote is the same. I don't put quotes. It's whatever the job is, it's the same for everybody. That's good philosophy. So if somebody's listened to this and their showers on, on the blink and they would like some help or they'd like a new one installed or, the, or maybe they've got a whole range of building going on at the moment and they would like several installed. How would they contact you, Richard? Uh, we've got a Facebook uh, which is getfreshshowers.co.uk um, by email, which is getfreshshowers at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook page and we've got an Instagram. And also, it's the old-fashioned method. You just pick the phone up. Excellent. And we'll put that information on our website. Lovely. That's brilliant. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you for sharing your story, your passion about showers and your insights and uh, and for saving the planet. The less plastic we can put into the landfill, the better. That, that's entirely right. And, you know, if I can help, if I can just advise people or help people over the phone, over the phone I don't need to account for cards. I can, you know, I can diagnose some faults over the phone and I'll take that actually, rather than an engineer come out who might just need this, which is a shower head or a hose or a piece of shower head. And if I can do that, a little bit of advice costs nothing. But what it does, it then puts me in their mind for the future when they do need somebody. Excellent. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. Until next time, see you soon. See you then, Richard. Thank you very much, John. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as employment protection, navigating the complex time-consuming and cost of employment protection for each of our members. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk